0: Hello, and welcome to Jeff Pasito Reads. I'm Jeff Pasito, and this is today's story. Chrism, Chapter 2, Talamyata He pulled her head back as she screamed, fingers twisted into the long, wavy brown locks that draped down her sweat-stippled back. Arched in a sharp curve, eyes wide, chin jutting and mouth agape, she froze in the moment of pulsating passion before her body slumped down against his. The slick flesh of their heaving chests pressed against each other, lungs swelling in an out-of-sync pattern that complemented each other as only lovers' inconsistencies can. Her head lifted mid-breath, damp hair framing her angular face as it pooled about his slowly blinking eyes. Sweat quickly cooled against her smooth breasts and his lightly-haired chest. He fluttered his eyes quickly, blinking away the dark strands as her pouting lips cracked a smile and her body bucked slightly in a silent giggle. She slid off him, the thin sheet sticking to her cheeks making it a stilted, jagged motion. He sighed deeply as he fell out of her, eyes refocusing on the stippled ceiling above him as his chest rose and fell. Echdisia, he called, more statement than a question. Yes, she paused in her swaying saunter away from him, her naked form in mid-stride, still facing forward, away from him. His eyes remained transfixed on the ceiling, his breath slowing to short, sharp gasps as he ignored her response. He blinked, twice, then turned slowly to his side, back to her, and tucked his hands up under his pale cheek. He closed his eyes against the cool blue shafts of moonlight permeating the porous sheet of cotton that made up the off-white curtain. The Venetian blinds left twisted half open behind the drab sheets cut the rays into sharp bars and his mind tumbled back into a prison cell of sleep. His eyes were tearing, streams running back from the corners across his temples and pooling in the ruts of his ears. His teeth gritted and lips flapped wildly, the wind cutting deep caverns inside his mouth. The heavy air stung his eyes with its mix of chemicals and pollutants biting at his flesh. His tears streamed from both sorrow and the relentless wind. His vision fogged at brief intervals and he couldn't tell if it was clouds or smoke from the fires of war that he plummeted through. Whatever their cause, the brief moments of reprieve they offered were lost islands in the hellscape of violence he fell through. Blinking his blurred vision away, the shocking sight of the bastardized field below assaulted him. Woven with a latticework of ditches and spotted with craters, the field of destruction spanned horizon to horizon in his periphery, the beauty of the work of God decimated under the thumb of man. The moats became ants and the ants became men as he neared them, each one in their own death march, their individual karens safely hidden away in their huts and shacks or a million miles away, killing a thousand men from the knotted end of a tie. He opened his mouth to pray, but a burning zephyr tore down his throat and pulled his voice from him. His hands flew to his face, pointlessly shielding him from the earth as the soil struck, compressing the tissue on either side of his hands together, shattering the bone between. The fleshy sheets of fat and tendon offered no cushioning as his nose liquefied, shards of bone from his hands piercing the flesh of his cheeks and forehead an instant before the impact shattered the sharp bone structure in his face. His eyes were slashed into gelatinous chunks as the protective curve of his orbital bones compressed in on them. The mass of his bulk continued forcing him downward into the ground, his sinews systematically snapped, organs imploding and collapsing, pierced and compressed by each other part of his form. His hearing remained until the back of his skull completed its trajectory, rendering itself from his flesh and destroying his mind. His hearing remained just long enough to hear his soul scream. She woke suddenly with a shallow gasp, alone in the bed. Turning her head to the right, she saw the soft glow of warm incandescent light barely flickering beyond the door to her bedroom as she focused out of her sleepy haze. Another nightmare. The same nightmare. The nightmare of his earliest memory. The memory of a birth and simultaneous death she rolled to her left staring absently at the slight impression his body left in the weakened springs of the cheap mattress and the pucker in the pillow where his head had laid she ran her hand down the cool bare crevice imagining each undulation of his taut frame until it sunk beneath the sheets she may have slid her hand back up but that may have only been a desire her imagination fulfilled as her breathing became long and deep while her mind tumbled away. Thank you for listening to today's story. Please join us next week for ChrisM Chapter Three, Kula. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can reach me by email at jeff@pacito.com. That's J-E-F-F at P-A-C-I-T-T-O dot com. On Twitter at jpacitoreads, or visit our website at pacito.com. See you soon.